Microphone check. One, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. The Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. What is up, family? Today I'm talking about one of the most talked about albums. Honestly, since the pandemic even began, as many noticed, a lot of the big names, the Kendricks, the Drakes, have really decided to hold off on releasing music for a variety of different reasons. But Cole is one of the first heavy hitters in the mainstream to actually drop his work. So obviously people have had a lot of opinions. It's Jay Cole, he's very polarizing. And today, I'm really happy to be joined by JL. He's the creator of the Bytown blog. He's also the creator of the blog About Nothing. And you may have noticed, you've seen him on this show. We were talking about some politics stuff, which is in the previous life of this podcast, as we're now uh, strictly focused on rap. But he is also a very big J. Cole fan. Not necessarily a stan, as you'll get into, but first, I want to just say welcome to the show, and I'm really excited to talk about this album. Respect, respect. Thank you for having me, bro. I'm really excited to talk about the album. My hot take, bro, is this is his best album, period. Not his best project, his best album. Anyways, let's get into it, bro. Okay, so let's start with, so I'll start with my first impressions, then I'll get yours right after. So mm-hmm. when I first heard this album, I have to say I was pretty damn impressed and I was almost more impressed than what the actual music was I was just really happy that he kind of did some things that I've been wanting him to do for so long now basically since he became super popular basically since like sideline story born center I had been wanting him to incorporate more outside production and I've been wanting him to incorporate more guests it doesn't even necessarily need to be like rap features but some vocalists because i think he's still like a mainstream kind of artist and he has some good like pop sensibilities a good songwriter he knows how to make a good song and like tracks like power trip i know i used to really like um and then when he just he was just good at that stuff and i think i wanted to see more of that especially since as a producer i find although he's good he can get quite safe and i found his last few projects even if the concepts and the ambition was there lyrically production wise, it just didn't match. And it it kind of fell flat sometimes for me. Um, So also one thing that I found was interesting is that he really pushed himself to experiment with different flows and even different like vocal effects. And I thought all of that lent itself relatively well on my first impression. We'll get into more later. But I will say that I was quite impressed, especially as the album starts with 95 South. So I was pretty impressed by the energy, first and foremost. So what were your first thoughts? Man, for me, for me, it just brought back 
brought me back. I actually reviewed it on uh, Byton Blog. If y'all ever get the chance to check that out, but it brought me back to one of my favorite Cole albums, which was Born Sinner. Right, and the thing that I liked about Born Sinner, like I remember you mentioned Power Trip, right? Cole was willing to work with other artists and singers, especially right, especially on uh, Crooked's Mouth. You know what I mean? A track like that, you know, where he has TLC. That was one of my favorite songs ever. Still, one, I still bump it to this day. You know what I mean? And I like when Cole gets in his introspective bag, but also has a, 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 some singing, some singers, has a, a, a mixes it up, right? As, as I heard the album, when I first heard it, it started with Camera. Come on. If you guys know something about me, I love Cam. I love Killer, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's it, just starting off with Cam, I wish Cam had a verse, but the fact that he was talking let me know that Cole was going somewhere different, okay? If you look at um, KOD, I personally didn't like KOD. I'm just going to keep it a bean, okay? I didn't I didn't really like For Your Eyes uh, either, really. I, I, I thought they had some, some tracks were good. Yeah but I was just not feeling it, right? But starting from the top of this album, I just enjoyed it because Cole was willing to go reach out. Features are important. And I, I love when Cole uh, doesn't shy away from that. You know what I mean? Think about the 21 Savage song. You know what I'm saying? That was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? With Maury there. So, uh, you know, I just was really, really happy because it felt like, Cole was going back to his roots, man. And he was going back to to to, to sharing the mic and, and using his lyricism. And I was really, I was really happy with the album. That was my first take when I when I heard it. Yeah, I definitely like that Cam thing. I also think when him being on that track, 95 South, and then the way it ended, like that was something I genuinely that energy, the rowdiness of that track, Thanks. I have not heard that on a J. Cole song in a maybe ever like that aggressive that like bombastic the beat mm. sampling uh the same flipping the same sample that jay did on you don't know that that very iconic track like that was a that was a huge highlight for me and definitely still is it definitely stood the test of two weeks time as this album's been out um That's... so i want to get into you touching on the lyricism so mm. my thing with cole my 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 relationship with cole's lyricism is like pretty there's like some good and bad that I always see. And I find at the beginning, when I first heard this album, I found I was more impressed. And then as I listened to it on further listens, I started to kind of notice the same things that I'm not usually that fond of of his. But so if I start with some tracks like 95 South, that was more like braggadocious, like I'm here. Like he wasn't trying to say too many crazy different like political commentary and all that but i think it worked really well he was staying in that bag and it, the energy the flows was all there i think in general the rapping performance like just technically this is probably the best i've heard since his mixtape days like straight up yes. changing flows like challenging himself um like uh, just slightly nuanced little things like that i think he did a really great job but when we talk about the bars like we have applying pressure which was like mm -hmm. such a hungry track and um I think he I think he actually for the most part dropped some of like the best like bars on this on this album on that track like I like that uh, that bar about uh, saying basically saying how like people usually succumb to like women as the reason for their downfall and he's like 
I won't yeah. cap and say I haven't haven't scratched my jealousy's itch. Uh, the way he kind of like worked that into the bars, the delivery with that, like I thought that was really dope. But this album and and that song and just in general kind of made me realize a really odd point that might be out of left field. But comparing him to some of the other mainstream heavyweights like Drake in particular, it kind of mm-hmm. made me realize that although Cole, I think, is a better talent when it comes to flows delivery his voice is sick Mm. drake has proven to me again pending i don't know if he writes all this shit like i'm not trying to get into that what he actually puts on keep going (laughs) okay well i mean i have i think he writes most of it at least but like we'll get past that point i think bar for bar lyrically like someone like drake i find has better wordplay has better better like clever kind of like turns of phrase whereas cole's doesn't really impress me like that. And then he also has quite okay. a bit more cringy bars, like that one on Climbback where he says, one call gets you canceled like a homophobe in this PC culture. I'm not offended by it. I just don't, like, get why he's saying that. Like, I just I just didn't think it made, like, it was pointless kind of. Um, and, yeah, I just find, like, I want to get your thoughts on the quality of the bars because I find this album had a lot of potential to kind of catapult him I, in that like elite of the elite because I think people have been sleeping on him and been kind of sh- tearing him down due to his last few projects and I don't think this album did that I do think though it was just another good addition and one of his better additions to his catalog which makes his discography a little better but what are your thoughts on like the bars like lyricism wise before we get into the themes yeah definitely in terms of lyricism right I'm just gonna keep it a being Cole is not a pure uh, lyricist, lyricist, even in the mainstream sense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I get what your Drake point. Drake has better wordplay in general, right? Because Drake has a thousand writers. Okay, so does so does Kanye. So, like, I, what I respect about Cole is that when he's spitting bars, right, you just feel the authenticity in it. He doesn't have to play around with, um, you know, with words that much because that's not really his bag. I like Cole when he's hungry and he's going in and he's being honest and he's being truthful, right? Like the track, My Life, right? With Maury and 21 Savage. I just felt it. I felt it deep in terms of what he was saying. Not necessarily how he's flipping the words, bro. He's not, uh, he's not Raekwon, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, let's just keep it real. But the reason that I always enjoyed Cole, right? And I always, I, I enjoyed this album is that he's just honest and he's truthful and he's talking from uh, an authentic place, right? So in terms of the lyricism, I'll be honest, there's not a single like bar bar that I'm going to remember forever or like a flip or, or, or like a little wordplay crazy metaphor, right? But, uh, you know, he has some punchlines that, that just, you you feel it, right? That That's generally what I'm trying to get to, right? In terms of being a pure lyricist, yes, there's better people in the mainstream. I'd even argue Nicki Minaj has better lyricism. So does Lil Wayne on some tracks, right? But um, I I just think that people who are Cole fans enjoy this album because it's showing us Cole going back to his hungry days, man. The Friday Night Lights days, you know that mixtape? Mm-hmm. The, this Cole, Cole, uh, Cole World, The Sideline Story, his first album, mainstream album, right? He's going back to that hungry vibe, you know, and I think that goes with even the name of the album, the off season, because I feel deep down he was 
he was off with his last two projects, right? And him coming out with the off season just made me think, okay, he's trying to make a narrative, right? He's trying to build on a story, right? Um, and actually, he's working on another project called The Fall Off. He, he yeah. mentioned that that's coming next year, but we might get into that a bit later. But for me, in a lyrical perspective, yes, he's not the best lyricist. I admit that. But he's such a great storyteller. He's so uh, elite with, 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 with the hunger, you know, almost Meek Mill-like. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I felt about the lyrical aspect. As you said, he's not the strongest lyricist. But, you know, in this generation of rap, He's up there. He's up there. And, and for me, I, I'll speak for a lot of cool fans. We don't love him because of his lyricism. We love him because of his storytelling and the passion and authenticity in the bars. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. I think you you kind of have a similar, I guess, the degrees of what we enjoy here is different, obviously. But you similarly like him for the reasons I do. I like him when he's, like you say, KOD and For Your Eyes Only sort of disappointed you. And I, I yeah. agree for sure. Particularly For Your Eyes Only, I think, shows the reasoning why I think both of us didn't like it. And I think that's because I think he's best when he's not trying to do too much when it comes to the theme, trying to create a concept. Because I don't think he has that Kendrick Lamar ability, which is like being able to kind of create this huge giant narrative that has all these like double meanings and all that stuff. I don't like, cause he tried to do that as like a first person uh, story with for your eyes only KOD had the whole kids on drugs, that kind of like yeah. theme. And I think KOD did a little better, but they fell flat because I felt like he was trying to do things other than just rap hungry rap and yeah. just give you that energy because no matter what I think about Cole as a person, and I don't think he's a bad guy at all, but I think he's at least honest and he's at least genuine. No, and you do feel that like, even genuine. when he says shit that I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? I know that he meant it. He meant it. <laughs> and at least that's worth something. He's not pandering. He's not trying to yeah. say something like he's just how he feels. Um, and one thing I noticed about some of like the, the corny bars that have gone around that I mentioned and just in general with Cole, I think a lot of like his big supporters say some things around along the lines of, you wouldn't care if this came from another rapper like Kanye or something or Drake, let's say. And I think these people are actually right, but I think they're not. They're missing the point because I don't know who is responsible mainly, but I think it is Cole himself is that he kind of frames himself as this like common man with conscious bars. And that's kind of the way he presents himself. And because of that, if the real substance and kind of like meaning behind his bars are not that deep and they're not that like substantive. I find it makes me like feel a certain way. I'm just like, uh, like I don't like it. Whereas if like, uh, like who, like if like literally like if 21 Savage makes like the same kind of like socio social commentary on a line, I kind of hits different, even if it's not that deep because it's just, yeah. I don't expect it from him. And he, it kind of seems like he's just giving you something that's a little different. And I appreciate it. Whereas Cole, I feel like, okay, that's your shit. You should be doing it better like these other rappers. And I want to like, I have a different kind of like analogy I want to make, but I want to get your thoughts on that particular idea that the way he frames himself kind of like works to his, like, like works to his downfall or works to his, like not to his benefit. Um, I'm gonna have to push back on you on that. I'm gonna okay. have to push back on you on that because um, for me, you know, here's the thing, right? 
I think that people who are just rap fans, period, right? They view Cole differently than J. Cole fans. I'm a J. Cole fan, right? Yeah. And it just hip hop rap fans in general, they view Cole as just some super deep lyrical, you know what I'm saying, machine, conscious machine. And yes, he has that. But if you really know J. Cole and you've been following him from time, yes, he has conscious bars, but what's what really made us Cole fans, and I'll, I'll speak for us, is that we always liked his hunger, his story, his passion, right? We weren't really, you know what I'm saying, looking for him to have these, uh, you know, political bars, you know, deep metaphors, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I you, were, you were just mentioning Kendrick, right? Yeah. And, you know, when you look at the J. Cole versus Kendrick type thing, right? Uh, Kendrick is more on that uh, conscious rap, you know what I'm saying? To pimp a butterfly, you know what I'm saying? That's his bag, right? But Cole, I think that, you know, this is this is why I always loved Born Sinner because Cole is vulnerable. Cole is hungry. That's what we love about him, right? We don't love him for the conscious raps. And I feel that For Your Eyes Only was going almost too conscious, which is, you know, not a bad thing. It's a good thing. We rock with that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We love introspective conscious bars about the struggle. Facts. 100%. But we like when he gets in his bag about the struggle of his life, about, you know what I mean, trying to hoop, you know? We love when he goes off on 95 South, you know what I mean? Grimy, you know? I like that stuff. And I like when he gets, as I, as I said before, I like when he gets in his R&B uh, bag too. I like when Let Nas Down. Tracks like that, you know what I mean? That's what we're into. We're not into... I'll speak for myself, right? I'm not speaking for yeah. uh, all the, the Cole Nation, right? I'm just saying that for me and for a lot of uh, Cole fans, we like the fact that he's hungry, not the super conscious stuff, right? And we love it, but not as much as the hungry Cole. As you just said, 21 Savage can rap the same bar as Cole. If he, if because the, the bar is so low for rappers like 21, I'm sorry, the, the, the bar is low for amigos, you know what I'm saying? The mm -hmm. bar, you know what I'm saying? The bar is so high for Cole, that's why I think he gets a lot of hate and critique because uh, the, the bar is high for him, you know what I mean? And, and you know what? Uh, I, I don't mind it, I don't mind it. I just don't like when there's this bullshit Twitter's talk where people are just going off on him, oh, Cole is ass, Cole, Cole. like, what was wrong with y'all? Like, you know what I mean? I just don't get it personally. Anyways. No, I like I like how you're giving. This is why I wanted to have this discussion because that perspective kind of explains a lot of things because I, I think it's the general, I wouldn't say general rap fan, like even like the really big rap fan, but someone that isn't necessarily a super big Cole fan does view him that way. And maybe because we don't have that connection to him, even though like, yeah. I mean, I guess I've listened to him since 2009, but I was never, I was a huge, a bigger fan of him back in like Friday Night Lights. That's my favorite project of his, but that's, Same. I was also younger. So I liked all those artists that I heard way more usually than I do now. But I mean, I would say, like I said, I'm a fan, but not one of like a big fan. And I think that explains it because I don't view him. I kind of view him as, a bit more of what the general population does, which is like, he's trying to give you that, like that common man wisdom. And I find he falls short yeah. on that, but that leads me to my, my real thing, which again, I feel like we're similar in how we view him just to different degrees, because 
the lyrical themes and the energy and the aggression and particularly the cockiness too this is one of his most cocky records in like i feel like this is his most cocky record since like the warm-up but the difference is is that he has the accolades now the warm-up was like that hunger i'm the best ever like you don't know me but you're gonna know me now it's like i'm the same but i've actually earned like earned my game i like make all this money whatever um i think that actually isn't a bad thing for cole and i actually think that's kind of his strength to your point because my personal preference in general for music is more towards like the more like deeper more complex lyricism all that shit but it doesn't mean that's my preference for every single artist and i think that's a key distinction because for me there's a reason why cole's features those like random lucy tracks i'm thinking like false prophets everybody dies like that shit that those songs are fucking amazing and it's because he's just loose he's just rapping he has may have may have a point of view like false prophets was amazing like i think his what he was saying especially about kanye was like shit yeah tore him to shreds but like made a really good point and i think he's playing to his strength when he just spazzes comes with that flair and yeah dropping some social contract i do like it but i like it when he's not really as focused about that about making a theme because it reminds me of how people view the weekend in the R&B phase, in the R&B Ooh, space. Interesting. interesting. Because people often say, and his biggest fans kind of say, House of Balloons, the trilogy were his best kind of music. I love a lot of that music, particularly House mm-hmm. of Balloons, but it's not because of the weekend and it's not because of what he's saying. I think the weekend honestly is a very shallow lyricist and he's just really shallow mm-hmm. subject matter. Like I can't, I can't empathize to that strong of a degree where you are some attractive dude with all these strippers and hot girls around you and you can't find love. Like I get it might be shitty, but like that doesn't hit me. Whereas yeah. now Starboy kind of signaled the change. And after I was, I think he kind of blended a bit more. He was a bit more mature lyrically. So some of that previous points a little less, but still he's not a great lyricist. So he just, he's like, yo, I'm like the next Michael Jackson. I'm like a pop star. I'm going to make catchy as fuck songs and I'm an amazing singer. And he just makes more like dance poppy music. And I think that's like way better. Like after I was my favorite album of his, I think he put it all together. He has the slow shit. And I find that's similar with, with Cole. It's like, I like it when he's just trying to play to his strengths. He doesn't need to be this like larger than life, like a social philosopher, like stick to your, stick to your guns. And I think, that's kind of what 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 you're what you're kind of saying. You like him for the hunger, and I kind of like him for the hunger too. So, what do you think about that? Yeah, man. You know, I really like the fact you made that weekend comparison, right? Because you know what it is, man. You know, I look at artists like this, right? Artists evolve like humans. We all evolve, man. We all change. We're not who we were uh, a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. Facts, right? And for me, what I look at Cole is that. When, when I see Cole, right, and I listen to his music, right, I could tell, you know what I'm saying, 2014 Forest Hill Drive, amazing album, amazing album, right? My only critique for that album was a little bit too long. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was a couple yeah. couple songs yeah. and chopped and it would have been better. Yeah, yeah he could have he cut, trimmed some fat, right? But then, you know, you come to the off season, and I don't know if you checked this, because I'm actually on the Wikipedia right now. It was about 36 minutes. Yeah, the off-season yeah, it's was much shorter. It was shorter. And I like that. That was a huge strength. Huge strength. Huge strength. He got to the point, man. 
he got to the point. Some of the tracks were like two minutes long. And like, what the hell? But it had a punch to it. It had a punch to it. Because what I like is he wasn't trying to do too much. Right? That's the point you were getting to. Yeah. Right? Exactly. The weekend went through a time where he was doing too much. You know? J. Cole, similarly, was doing too much at a certain point. <laughs> we know Drake was doing too much. <laughs> We know Kendrick sometimes has done too much, but he, he's pretty much in pocket for the most part, yeah. right? But Cole got straight to the point. That's why I like the offseason because he was not playing around. He made it 36 minutes, had a few features, which worked. Which yeah. worked. It, it left me thinking that we need a 21 Savage J. Cole mixtape. We need that. I think you tweeted we need that. that. I agree. Man. Yeah, we need that more than the Kendrick one. Personally, for me, I think I would love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in my point of view, right? And let's get Go to ahead. the features. We'll get to the, the production after that. Because um, mm-hmm. the features, that was what we talked about, was a big a big difference. And the way you said quickly about Drake, going back to that point, I like that because that's probably my, like, if I had to sum up why I find Drake's music, he still hasn't dropped that truly great album, in my opinion. Take Care is probably the closest. Is because yep. he's become so big that he's just he's just been like, oh, you know what? I'll sacrifice the quality of my album to cater to my 1700 different types of audiences. I'll make that disgusting watered down dance hall shit that I fucking hate that he does. <laughs> like he just does it. It's just I feel like if I was a huge fan of dance hall, which I'm not, I'd be offended. But like, whatever. Then he makes the songs for the hip hop heads, which I tend to like more. And then he makes his R&B shit. And and then he tries to make like his like introspective girl shit which sometimes works anyways i find that's a big problem with this you should just stick to one or two things it'll it'll be way better but going to the features now um i fully agree i fully agree um man the the hooks the sung hooks on this album were pretty damn amazing and that's not something like i'm trying to think obviously power trips one cricket like crooked smile i actually didn't really love that song like you did but or the, the the hook was fine but I really liked Maury on my life. And oh that's a hard God. type of hook. I, I'm not usually yeah. the type that really likes the excessive drama with like the soaring vocals. Cause like if you're, especially in rap, cause I find you get the Eminem effect. Like, I don't know how much you listen to Eminem's music, but basically anything mm. post 2010, he's had like features like Skylar Gray that make those like, radio stadium friendly pop song pop hooks that are just disgusting like they're terrible they make me feel gross but this this guy really killed it and then boz like what who the fuck did i i'm not a huge fan of him i'm not a huge <laughs> dreamville fan like i like him he's fine but like yeah i didn't even know he like sang. Boss. did you know yeah, like um... i'm not like because it's not credited right so like i looked at this after because i thought it was like i don't know who was singing. i thought it was james fontelroy singing yeah. on the closer i thought it was the same dude singing on um what song was it get let go my hand at the end but that let was go my hand, yeah. but that was buzz yeah. i was like yo that shit is beautiful like yeah damn. and then and then 21 like i agree man that their chemistry is nuts and that beat felt like a lot part two um mm. when i was listening to the album like i listened to it like past midnight when it dropped and so everybody was like live tweeting about it so the 21 what? feature was spoiled. So I knew it was on the album, but I didn't know where. No one said mm-hmm. it, and I tried to avoid it. So then once we get past Cole's verse, and then we get the Mori vocal, and then the beat starting to go back to the verse part, I was like, mm-hmm. this must be where 21's on. And I was literally 
five seconds away before he starts and he just comes in and just slides man and he he yeah. like i know you're saying his bar is low like for lyricism which i i do think like the bar is different for cole and 21 agree but uh, he's improved so much man savage yes. mode 2 was my favorite probably my one of my favorite or my favorite mainstream album of last year like he uh, has improved like miles he has a bar that's like uh i pray that my past ain't ahead of me that's so that hits so hard. Like he basically yeah. saying, I don't want my violent, like traumatic past to like be again in my future. Like, I don't want that anymore. Like, uh -huh. man, he's, he's, he killed it. Cole killed it. Like that was one of my, like, that's probably my favorite song. So like, yeah. What do you think of like uh -huh. all the hooks and the, the features from others? Man, I, I, you know, you took the words out of my mouth, bro. I, I don't have much to say, <laughs> but uh, I'll add this, bro. You know, when he went through that phase of um you know when cole went through that phase of having no features right yeah uh, i i liked it i liked it but also felt it was inauthentic a little bit because some of cole's uh best tracks have features man mr nice watch with jay-z <laughs> right you know tracks like that work out actually work out it was by himself but you know what i mean in the morning I, in I like the that morning, yeah, that's a classic. That was that's great, a classic. classic. And you know what? I, I like the fact that he wasn't, you know, what I'm saying in this in this album, he was willing to share the mic, and I really like that. I like Pride is the Devil. Uh, his song, his singing on there was pretty good because Cole is not a singer, but yeah, he, he can he can he can he can he can put in so some a little bit of you know he he can, he can sing a little bit, you know what I mean? And having a little baby there, it just showed me that. Cole is willing to not only reach out to the newer artists, right? But he's, you know, he's embracing, you know what I'm saying, current hip hop. Like he's not, he's not trying to be that old man in the corner, you know what I'm saying, just sticking by himself, right? And I respect that. I respect that because I'm not saying he has to go full, you know what I'm saying, uh, mumble rap, anything like that. But the fact that he collabs with 21, right? means that there's a relationship there i don't know if you saw the documentary uh, that came no out. i haven't yet but i know he was yeah. in it i know he was in it yeah yeah you can tell that they're just homies you know what i'm saying they were kicking back just talking like boys you know what i'm saying and i just you know i rock with that i rock with that and i i think we need more of that in hip-hop right because unfortunately uh we have this trend where you know what i'm saying the conscious rappers are more um you know what i'm saying lyrical rappers are you know almost causing a divide and 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 let's we keep it a bean they're shitting on you know what i'm saying the more mainstream you know trap mumble rap guys and i don't like that you know what i'm saying and i think that when cole um that the song with the uh, young thug the london and travis scott right mm -hmm. i think when he did that track meet me at the london or the london whatever with travis scott and young thug i think that he was almost uh, like given an olive branch, like reaching out. You know what I mean? And I think that the off season is a really good example of where you can have the more conscious rappers and the trap hip hop, you know what I'm saying, mumble rappers together. And it works. It's like, it's not cringe, you know? Yeah. As you said, my life, great track, not cringy, perfect. I, I would say it's one of my favorite tracks on the whole, whole album, right? Then you have, Pride is the devil. Great track. 
And you know what? He has 21 and he's, he's working with little baby. We need that. I love that. I love when he does that. You know what I'm saying? So long story short, I think he did really, really great features. And of course, Boz, yes, Boz can sing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> People don't know that. But uh, yeah, if you, you listen to Dreamville, he can sing. But uh, yeah, definitely it was a surprise because they didn't... Um, they didn't say who the features were, yeah. but um, I, I was I was really happy with the features in this album. I, I was happy that he even put features on this album. Yeah, so yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, and I want to get to that the the kind of other piece of the collaboration, and that's mm. the the production, and then kind of how like that lent itself to some of the different kinds of like song styles here. So the production mm. was definitely a highlight for me. Like you had people like Tay Beast, DJ Dahi. These are like some, like DJ Dahi produces with a bunch, but th these are some people that specifically make a lot of like fantastic music with TDE. Boy mm. Wanda, everybody knows him. He's produced for like everybody. He's great. Um, and I thought these beats just hit harder than, and way more immediate and like big than anything I've heard from Cole. Like mm. I think ever, honestly, I think this is like, like some of these songs like hunger on the hillside um mm -hmm. that even are less like energetic but have so much going on let go mm -hmm. my hand that was probably my favorite beat it had these like rich jazz sounds all around it like absolutely beautiful and then there was like some and i think overall he took like this sound where it was like either like boom bappy or it was like trappy in the, the drums but it had like these soul sounds or these like nocturnal shit going on like punching the clock climb back like if you listen to it like i didn't hear it at first if you listen to it on like shitty speakers but there's like these eerie keys playing throughout that it's like a like a piano like it's really weird it's like almost psychedelic really nice detail and i think he it worked really well 95 south we already talked about that um of course. so i think the outside production pushed him to like try new things too and that's where i think i liked it and I like the approach. I liked it in theory. I do think I didn't love it for some of it. Like you mentioned pride is the devil. Mm. I think the beat was, that was probably my least favorite beat. I think it was too much just completely sounding like a little baby gonna beat. Um, okay. And gotcha. hundred mil was just a little too much of the singy songy stuff, but I do agree. Pride is the devil had like, I liked his sung hook. I think he actually mm. like when Cole was singing was like pretty good. It was more when it came to the verses to where I was like, mm. I, like do that on the hooks. But man, like we said, the hunger, the delivery, the flow, when Cole's just in his pocket rapping is his strength, his biggest mm. strength for me. So I wanted more of that. So that like middle portion with like pride is the devil, hundred mil kind of like was a lull. Um, and yeah, but overall, like, I think those, those kind of, it went a little too mainstream for me at times, but I still like how he was trying new things. Like on the interlude, I think it actually, sounded pretty cool and how these soulful things in the beats even though it's kind of like a more modern sound so what do you think of him kind of venturing into that singy songy territory uh with the little babies and all that um i think that i think that it worked it worked but yeah i i, I do agree with the part where you said there were some parts which were not the best production wise but um I, as we've been talking about, right, the fact that he was willing to reach out to other producers, because people know this, Cole produces a lot of his own stuff, right? And uh, the fact that he was reaching out to the Timberlands, you know, the Boy Wonders, you know what I mean? Um, Don Mills, T-minus, people like that. I'm looking at the, uh, the, the Wikipedia right now. Yeah. But the fact that he was willing to reach out shows growth. 
in my point of view, right? It shows that he's uh, willing to share the production, right? And, um, you know, people used to make this argument about Nas that Nas never picks a good beat. Mm. Or, um, and, you know, I've heard those criticisms about Cole. Cole has some suspect beat selection and all that. But I'm like, I don't really feel that way. You know what I mean? I feel that he, once he shares his production, he can come up with great, like straight up magic, you know, as we just talked about uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. He produced a lot of that, but he also had other people there. You know what I mean? And that's a classic in my point of view. Right. Um, I really, as I said, I really enjoyed Boy, uh, Born Center. He didn't produce all of it. He had some support in that. Right. So um, I think, yes, sometimes the album does have a few lows, but, you know, the fact that he made it short and quick, 36 uh, minutes, right? It just gets to, like if you hear like a song that you're not feeling that much, like for me, 100 mil, I didn't like it that much or punching the clock, but I like applying pressure and that came before that. You know, mm -hmm. I liked Pride is the Devil. I, I really like the climb back. I like hung I like Hunger on the Hillside. I didn't really like close that much, but it's like, you know, the fact that he's willing to share the production and, you know, yes, there are some laws in the album, but I, I think that's like most albums. Let's keep it a bean, you know? Um, but the fact that he's willing to share the production was good. And, I, and you know what? I feel like he's going to do that in the fall off when he releases that. So I feel like he's going to share uh, a lot of production. I, I low key thought that he'd uh, release a deluxe because that's, that's what people do these mm -hmm. days, <laughs> but uh, who knows? He might, he might, it might who knows might, but yeah i i really like the jet like the general album itself of course no album's perfect in my point of view there's some on and off songs but it, it, you know i was happy that he was willing to share the production anyways go ahead yeah i i think i think to your point about the like when i was saying the lulls i do think overall though he the fact that he made the album much more to the point he had songs like I think it's a trend at this point, which I really like in rap. Like we're getting to sometimes it's even too short, but like I think we're finding a better mix in these like 35 minute albums where it's just like, OK, the beat, the hook, if there is a hook and then you're just done. Unless the beat is like something crazy, just yes. go to the next song. Don't like and then if especially it leads if leads itself to like, you know, if there's a song that's maybe not that great, don't make it go on for five minutes like. The, um, the the lull there was about like six to seven minutes max i think in those those two tracks that i mentioned pride is the devil and 100 mil amani uh, too was kind of like didn't love that song either oh you didn't like amani i liked it a lot <laughs> i didn't really i didn't really love it but again okay it was i didn't really genuinely dislike anything here but i didn't i did think like 100 mil uh prize the devil amani was kind of just they were just like meh like i didn't really like them too much but okay. overall like as someone who doesn't love Cole, I think he did a lot of the things that I was hoping he would do. Mm. And I don't think this is maybe like up there. I know I think it's up there with my favorites. I don't think it's my favorite Cole project. I think Friday Night Lights still probably does it for me. And yep. parts of the warm up, although that album has some fat to it, I think, yeah, I think I like this album. The lull heard it, but I liked mm. him getting out of his comfort zone. And for mm. me, like this is like a low, a low seven kind of thing. I think it's still okay. good. I think it's significant improvement on for your eyes only, an improvement on KOD. 
And I think even though there was some like lack of execution with like some of those songs going too poppy, I think this means that the fall off has some real potential if he continues down this path to be like that album I wanted this one to be. So I wanted to get your thoughts on final thoughts on like this album and let's talk what you think the fall off may sound like. Okay, I got you. Yeah, man. Um, you know, some final thoughts. Obviously, we made it very clear from the beginning. I'm a Cole fan, major Cole fan. But I just want to make it clear to you and your audience and everybody, right? I'm not an extremist. Like, I'm not one of them people who's rocking Dreamville uh, a gear head to toe. I do have criticisms. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm a critical person, right? I, I try to look at all angles, right? Uh, for the most part, I try to be objective. Um, I think that the offseason, one thing I really wanted to talk about, or well, mention in general, is that the offseason is Cole being hungry and willing to reach out and willing to collaborate and willing to do more. Almost put a, he, I, I saw the documentary. He, he talked about how For Your Eyes Only and um, KOD, he was more so alone when he was doing those albums. Mm -hmm. Like literally he talked about being in a room, working on beats by himself, you know, working on the lyrics by himself. But the off season, he's willing to collab and reach out more. And, and, and that's huge for me. As a Cole fan, that brings me back to my favorite project as well, Friday Night Lights. That brings me back to Cole World, The Sideline Story. That's the first album I ever bought, period. You know what I mean? So it brings me back to that time. It brings me back to the Born Sinner days where Cole is saying, man, I'm just going to be hungry. I'm just going to go in and I'm going to be furious about it. And you know what? It coincides with him going to play uh, basketball as well. You know what I'm saying? The Rwanda Patriots, yeah. you know, for the Basketball uh, African League. I think that those two things coincide. Him going back to his roots of being a hungry up and coming rapper and him going to pursue his dream of playing professional basketball. It's not a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? Some could say, Oh, it was a marketing scheme. Who cares? Who cares? Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's a marketing scheme. I love it. I, you know, he, he his, his whole label is called dreamville for a reason. He's a dreamer, bro. He's a dreamer and he's trying to attain goals and you can even feel it in the hunger within the, the album itself. For me, on my blog, I gave it a 4.9 out of 5. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? If, if we're going on the 10 scale, I'm giving it, you know what I'm saying, a 9.5. I love it. You know what I mean? But that's just me, right? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I believe a lot of critics are saying similar things. Um, and, you know, for future projects, the fall off, um, I think uh, the fall off is going to be similar to this. I think it's going to be similar to the off season because he's following. If you really think about it, right? He's following that basketball steam, the the come up, the warm up, yeah. Friday night lights, you know, cold world, the sideline story. Now, flash forward. I mean, well, not fast forward, but go forward. The off season and then the fall off. Yeah, that you know he did that on purpose. He's doing that on purpose. He's following a theme of a hooper you know what i'm saying a grinder a dreamer right so what i'm trying to say is this bro i've believed the fall off is going to be an amazing album if he stays in this pocket if yeah. he stays in this pocket if he goes back to the no features the you know what i'm saying the angsty you know i'm just solo i'm gonna do it all by myself 
it won't be as good personally i don't mm -hmm. think it will be but if he goes back to his, this bag the bag of the off season that friday night lights bag that born center bag oh it's gonna be phenomenal i, I can't wait and those are my uh, those are my final notes my g yeah yeah no, thanks for that i think uh i agree that if he stays in this bag it'll be dope i mm -hmm. think my ex my just based on like the theme i have a feeling that the fall off hopefully he keeps the outside production because i think he can like i think that's going to push him no matter what but i do imagine that he's going to be more introspective than on this album because the fall off makes me think like reflecting like if you're falling off in your career like it's your last and he's saying this is his last album so mm -hmm. i'm assuming it'll be more like reflective and i think again as long as he keeps to like himself like i like I like it when he's introspective just about like you know himself his career that can be interesting versus trying to say all these things about society i think that could be good and if he still brings that hunger and i think it could be i think it could be something special i really have high hopes for it um and yeah i'm gonna leave it at that what are where can people find your your stuff where can they find your content yeah man uh feel free to tap in with me at uh, by tom blog you know we try to uh you know cover hip-hop cover the culture cover ottawa you know what i'm saying and cover black issues within a uh, black male perspective uh young black male perspective and uh you know it's open for everybody man it's just my passion project that i've been uh i've been i've been loving it so check me out at by tom blog i also have a youtube channel uh, big baby j tv uh, i go in my uh, ac dj academics bag <laughs> hip-hop commentary culture commentary i uh i get goofy on that side so so tap in with that um and yeah man yeah, those are my main things follow me uh, on twitter sean jean um i'll i'll i'll, I'll provide rohan with the links uh yeah. on all that um and yeah man uh i really appreciate the time rohan and, and you know what i'm saying respect uh, to your platform and uh yeah thank you thank you for your time bro i appreciate you coming on i like the perspective you brought on this yeah. album and I'll, I'll include all the links in the description as per usual and thank you again and thanks everybody for listening so this concludes today's episode of the rap music plug podcast presented by qlc tv I hope this episode gave you some fresh new perspectives on the latest rap releases, as well as a recommendation for the next great rap record to add to your collection. If you're an artist looking to level up your career, getting more gigs, album sales, merch sales, whatever it may be, I would love to help you with that by providing you artist development and writing services. So if you're interested, contact me via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram, at Rovview, R-O-H-V-I-E-W. I would be honored to lend my expertise and help you grow your career as an artist. And also for regular rap fans that just want to hear more quality commentary on the genre, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook to help the show grow and ensure that Everyone's listening to the best rap music at all times. Follow the show on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure you leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts so that the show can be spotlighted by that wonderful algorithm and be exposed to more people. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself 
by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.